Hey everybody, welcome to the Finding Light podcast where we talk about finding light and happiness despite the dark circumstances we may be facing. I'm your host, Sarah Claudia Tillman, speaker and writer, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host and friend, Erica Rivers. Hey, hey! We're going to start this episode out as we always do and talk about the best things that happened to us this week, no Mm -hmm. matter how big or how small. And mine this week is kind of small. It was when... Last week, Erica, you and I were Mm -hmm. super busy writing a bunch and doing a lot of work for social media, and we got kind of fed up, (laughs) I think, a little bit, a little overworked, and we decided to go outside and just unplug ourselves, Mm -hmm. unplug our brains, and go for a nice walk, Yes, and it was great because I think it rejuvenated us for Mm -hmm. the rest of the day and for the rest of the week. Yes, it did. Mine is a little bit bigger, but not that much bigger. This week, Jackson and I marked another month of marriage, so that's always fun. Congrats. Thanks, girl. Celebrating the small things. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So today, our Bible verse is from Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. It says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So to me, this means to find joy in the Lord, regardless of what's going on in my life, and that laughter and smiling really are the best medicine. Yes, and for me, I think it means that, you know, choosing happiness Mm -hmm. is not only an emotion, it doesn't only affect the way you feel, but it affects your health and your outlook on the day Mm -hmm. and how you react to others. Yes, that's so good. And it truly is a choice. Mm -hmm. Like we wake up every day and we have the choice whether to make the best of our situation and be happy or to let our sorrow and our anger and sadness kind of overtake us. Mm -hmm. That's good. And that has a lot to do with our topic today, choosing happiness and choosing joy. And we're going to talk about some blind blonde moments. (laughs) So what I mean by that is, you know, we all have times where we're like, oh man, that was a a blonde moment where we do something that's kind of dumb or kind of silly. And Erica's going to tell us some of her blonde moments in her life. (laughs) And then I'm going to talk about my blind blonde moments which are just dumb things I've done where I haven't really been able to tell is this because I'm blonde or because I'm blind (laughs) the world may never know so it's a mystery but it's gonna be funny and we all know that these times can be really embarrassing Mm -hmm. and they can make us just want to crawl in a hole and never come (laughs) out but the piece of light we've both found in talking about these situations Mm -hmm. it's times when it it teaches us just to laugh at ourselves and to not take ourselves so seriously and to choose joy just like the verse talks about you know choose happiness and that's the best medicine and it can take all that embarrassment away maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) but I don't know I don't know about you Erica but it's always something I've struggled with Mm -hmm. when I have these moments where I'm just super embarrassed or I did something dumb I've always been really hard on myself about it yes and especially after losing my sight I didn't want to appear dumb because of my Mm -hmm. blindness. I didn't want people to look at me and be like, oh, that poor blind girl, she put her shirt on backwards, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) Like, I didn't want people to have that pity on me and for me to appear dumb because of it. And I was really, really insecure Mm -hmm. about it. But I've realized that these moments 
you know, they're going to happen and they happen to anybody, no mm-hmm. matter what your circumstance is. And when you can learn to laugh at yourself, it makes life a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how hard was it for you to learn to laugh at yourself? It wasn't too hard because I laugh all the time, as you know, <laughs> and usually at myself. And I yeah. think that's a coping mechanism yeah. that I've had since I was little. I've always gotten the blonde jokes ever since I can remember, but it's a whole lot more fun to just laugh at yourself and Mm -hmm. not take things so seriously. You know what I've noticed about you is that (laughs) when you do something dumb, you like narrate it. You go back, you like go back in time and you'll narrate what just happened in this funny voice. It's so true. It's really really funny. Hey, I take great pride in that. No, it's not really. It makes the situation funnier. Well, thanks, girl. I'm glad you noticed that. Oh, man. (laughs) But it is. It makes things more fun. Yeah, it does. My first blind blonde moment happened um, last summer, last June, when me and my mother were flying to Ireland. My dad came, but he was on a later flight. So the flight to Ireland's about eight or nine hours. It's a long flight. So my mom and I decided we would go ahead and take our potty break at the beginning <laughs> so that we break. could just settle into the rest <laughs> of the flight. And I've flown a million times, sighted and blind. I've flown a lot of times. So it's not like I was a newbie or anything, but I went into the, the airplane bathroom and as I was trying to get out, I got completely just locked in the bathroom. Like I didn't know... Mm. It was one of those slidey locks, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't remember which way to slide it to unlock it. Oh, man. So I just kept sliding it back and forth. And then I couldn't remember <laughs> if you push the door or if you pull it. Oh, no. So I was, so I was starting to panic because I'd been in there for a few minutes and yeah. I, was, I just couldn't stop thinking that we have about eight hours left in this flight and I'm going <laughs> to spend the rest of it in this bathroom. Oh, no. And my mom was on the outside of the door And she was telling me, she was like, pull the door, pull the door. And everybody around her was saying, no, she needs to push the door, push the door. (laughs) And I couldn't hear any of this because I I was locked in there and, you know, the engines are really loud in the bathroom. So I couldn't hear any of this. I was just in there panicking and banging on the door and trying to get somebody to help me out and sliding the lock back and forth. (laughs) But eventually the door just kind of flew open. So I don't know how I got it open, but I did. And then I just had to take that walk of shame back to my seat because <laughs> at that point, everybody knew what was going on. They were like, oh, the poor blind girl stuck in the bathroom. And it was super embarrassing. Aww. And I didn't get up for the rest of the flight. No. Did you just hold it the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> and try not to drink anything yeah. else? Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't get I didn't get up the rest of the time. And now Aww. whenever I fly and use the bathroom, I just kind of leave the door a little bit like open you know oh no and then my mom will just stand there it was really embarrassing so your mom just holds it for you yeah it was was awful but you know it looking back it's funny yeah it's it's a good a good story it's a great one yeah I don't know also shameless plug you have a YouTube video about this yeah I have a YouTube video where I talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. and I also have a blog (laughs) that talks all about my Ireland trip yes if you're curious yep you can hear more about that uh, horrible experience. Traumatic, traumatic, <laughs> very scary. What's your first blonde moment? Okay, so this one was really recent. You allowed me to take you to a speaking engagement. Never again. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. And it was at the police department, and I didn't know anybody. Police officer came up to me 
and was trying to have small talk with me, which I thought was really nice because typically I'm seen as the help kind of, and nobody really talks (laughs) to me. (laughs) So I was just distraught that he was even speaking to me. So he had asked me if I had met the other guest speaker that was coming. In my head, he used her name. I thought he was talking about somebody else that I do know. So I said, oh yeah, yeah, I've met her several (laughs) times. So then... He looks at me, dead serious face. He said, well, I've never met her yet. Can you please point her out to me? I can't (laughs) find her. And so I'm panicked and I'm thinking, how have you never met her yet? I thought you were talking about so-and-so. So So this all internal dialogue, I'm probably turning like bloodshot red. (laughs) And I look at him and I say, um... I haven't seen her yet. And then I quickly, awkwardly turn around and run and sit down next to you. And then I like whisper to you, the most awkward thing just happened. And then I couldn't really tell you the whole story yet. And then later on, he comes back up to me and he's like, oh, I found her. Thanks so much for your help. And I'm just awkwardly like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just saying, oh, I don't actually know her. You just played along. Well, Okay, oh he had a gun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's no excuse. In handcuffs. Oh, my God. Well, another thing that happened at the speaking engagement that probably is why you were so frazzled oh, was because you sat a- <laughs> You sat us at like right in front of the door. So the oh whole time before the event started, people thought we were the reception yep. desk. And they kept coming up yep. and asking us, where do yep. we need to sign in and all this it and Erica would have horrible. to be like no we're not we're not the check-in desk this is the speaker yep yep <laughs> well what happened was what happened was <laughs> we had to sit close to the computer because I have to run the powerpoint so I set us right next to it which happened to be the front row which also happened to be where they put all of the check-in <laughs> sheets so oh my gosh. <laughs> not a good choice but <sighs> it happens it's a good story <laughs> good to laugh at yourself now. yes a little confusing story too nah well my i think my second blind blonde moment trumps <laughs> trumps this yes it does shortly after i lost my sight i realized the best way for me to get rid of all my built-up stress and frustration was mm-hmm. through massage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well it was probably just a good excuse for me to get a massage <laughs> every other week but i started going pretty often yes. and i got real comfortable at this spa and they were really good about like getting me oriented to the room and also letting me have my independence. Mm-hmm. So like I would, they would show me where the bed was and where the chair was and where the door was, and then they would leave me and come back. So at the end of my <laughs> massage, I was I had gathered all my stuff and I knew where the door was. So I was I was making my way, but I was in a different room mm-hmm. than I usually was. Oh man! And I didn't know that there were two doors. So I got to what I thought was the door out to the hallway and I, <laughs> I opened it all confident and just started walking with my cane. And all of a sudden I hear this, this lady go, oh wait, stop, no. And I had walked into another room where somebody was in the middle of their massage. Oh no. So I had just walked in on them and I just kept going because I didn't know. Aww. It took them a while to react. So I just kept going. So I was about halfway into the room before they stopped me and I could I can't imagine the person on the table how they felt just having somebody barge in (laughs) on their massage but it was super embarrassing because this was some this was somewhere like I went frequently yeah so for a while I didn't want to go back 
and I thought they're just probably talking about that poor blind girl just wandering around who knows where she'll pop up next oh my gosh well now you go all the time still yeah I got I got over it learned to laugh at myself chose joy and chose joy moved on no I gave it I gave it long enough for everybody to forget and yes no yeah it was pretty embarrassing oh man it happens yeah. but the good thing is with you you have a cane sometimes so yeah. that's a really good excuse yeah and yeah. I had my cane but I, that's the thing though I never want people to think oh she's just doing this dumb thing because yeah. she's blind so oh yeah <laughs> I don't think people think that no. I hope they don't no. I wouldn't and I mean it's not like you saw anything so yeah, that, yeah no exactly harm. exactly <laughs> didn't see anything oh man <laughs> yeah Oh, didn't see you there <laughs> i say that all the time when i run into people more like when they're in my way and don't get out of the way yes because they see me coming but you ran into me the other day and you're like oh didn't see you there <laughs> that's my favorite line it never gets old well my second one is a little different so my husband is from augusta and he is the biggest golf fan and i had never been to augusta before and nobody in my family likes golf so I had no prior knowledge, so he takes me to Augusta after a few months of dating to meet his family, and he took me around some local landmarks just to get me, you know, used to the place. So we passed the Augusta National. If anybody knows where that is, it's where the Masters is held every single year, where all the countries come, and they play like the biggest tournament in the world. So in my head, I had no idea this was even in the United States, much less in Georgia. So when Jackson passes Augusta National and says, hey, that's where the Masters is, I look at him like he has two heads, and I'm like, uh what are you talking about <laughs> the little one or is there like a, a fake one that they do and then he's one. like what are you talking about and I was like well you know like Las Vegas has the small Eiffel Tower <laughs> so is it something like that where they do like a miniature version and he's like babe is literally the masters and I'm getting frustrated at this point I'm like no it's not you're just pulling <laughs> one over on me because if you know anything about Augusta they block it off where you can't see anything so I'm completely in the dark over here <laughs> he pulled over had to google it and prove to me <laughs> that what he was saying was truth before I believed him oh but goodness. it was definitely was your a, mind blown yes mind blown <laughs> I had no idea that I'd lived in Georgia my entire life and something that monumental <laughs> happens every single year. I hate when stuff like that happens. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Felt really That's dumb. <laughs> That's but, something that would have really embarrassed me, I think. Oh, uh, it was at pretty the time. Rough. But I mean, it was just me and him, but he did go around telling I bet he everybody. Told everybody. Yeah. And then he continues to tell everybody. But yeah. I do too, because I think it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. But. That's so funny. Now I have a keychain that has the masters on it and (laughs) I have like a lot of hats and shirts with it, but I had no idea that was a thing. So that's definitely a blonde moment. (laughs) Very blonde. (laughs) Well, this third one is a doozy. This is my (laughs) third blind blonde moment. Oh goodness. For those of you who don't know, I have a golden doodle named Sully. And he is a very energetic dog. Yes. And I have to take him out several times a day to play with him. But sometimes (laughs) when I take him out, I don't know what it is, but he'll just stand there and stare. Yep. You know how it is, Erica. And he will hide from you completely still. You can throw every single toy and he'll just stand there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he'll just stand there for 10 minutes and then he'll get all energetic. It's like he has to get used to the backyard every time he goes back there. (laughs) This is totally new. Yeah, it's like a whole new world. So I was I was going through that one day and I was jumping around 
trying to get him to play, throwing all the toys. And I use my cane when I'm out in my backyard and I use it to know where he is. Like I don't hit him with it, but yeah, you don't. You know, I'll tap and I'll be like, oh, hey, Sully. So I was doing that. I was trying to find him because he was doing the thing where he just stands around. <laughs> so I had some toys in my hand and I, I tap it with my cane and I, my cane hit him and I felt it and I was, I was jumping around. I was like, come on, Sally, let's play, let's play. I was throwing all the toys, getting really excited. And then I just stood there for a minute to see if he was reacting, if he was chasing any of the toys, if I could hear him running. And I heard him off to my right. And I was like, well, that's not right because I just felt him in front of me. <laughs> so, so I walked I walked forward a little bit and I felt, and it was a tree. A big tree. I have one tree in my yard and I had been standing there for about five minutes playing with that tree, <laughs> playing with that tree instead of Sully. Oh, SC. I know. And I have a big uh, privacy fence yes. around my yard, but my neighbor's house is on a hill yep. so they can see into my yard Very and I much. just picture them standing there <laughs> while watching I picture them every time I come outside making an announcement to the neighborhood like oh the blind girl's out let's come see what she's gonna do next because there's a lot of times Aww. where I'll throw toys in the tree and then yeah. I'll have to go like whack the tree with my cane <laughs> But this one trumps it all. Like, I was literally standing there for five minutes pl- playing with this tree. Oh, I bet they were thinking, oh, the blind girls found nature. That's so great. I know. It's, I think it's more embarrassing when things like that happen by yourself. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but it's almost better when there's somebody there with you to laugh. But when it's you're by yourself, you just feel real dumb. Yeah, and nobody was there to stop you, so you went no, on and no, on. Went on. Yeah. Oh. After that, I just went inside, and I don't remember if I brought Sully with me or not. I, I just went inside. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. So done. I'm done for the day. You're going to have to hold it, Sully. I know. It was, it, was, it was bad, but after a while, I thought, oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I called my mom. She laughed for like five minutes at me. So. Oh my gosh. So what'd you say? Is that a blind or a blonde moment? I think that's a little bit of both. <laughs> So obviously I didn't know it was the tree. Yeah. Because you know, I can't see it. But I should have known yeah. that when I tapped it, you know. I would say the tree's probably bigger than Sully. Yeah. And a little harder. Yeah. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. But some days you just have those days, you know? Yeah. And you just gotta learn it's not that serious. Nope. Just no. laugh at yourself. <laughs> And as everybody listening, as you've enjoyed sitting there and laughing, probably not with us, probably more at us. <laughs> I think they're laughing with <laughs> us because we're laughing the whole time. Yeah, well, I hope you've you've learned a little bit about taking yourself less seriously, mm-hmm. learning to laugh at yourself, and learning to choose joy yes. in those moments because that really is the best medicine, mm-hmm. like the verse says. Absolutely. Remember to follow me on my blog, sarahclaudia.com. Follow me on Facebook and YouTube at Sarah Claudia Tillman and on Instagram at Sarah Claudia. Yes, and please keep up with us on all podcast streaming platforms and have a great day. And we hope that you'll continue to find light regardless of your circumstances. Okay. See y'all next time. Next time on Finding Light. Any walk of life, you can feel left out if you're not hitting those transitions and mm-hmm. milestones at the time you think you're supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the piece of light that both of us have found mm-hmm. in going through these kind of awkward transitions or lack thereof is learning how to trust God's timing and learning how to submit to His will. Mm-hmm. Even though we constantly want to compare to where others are in their life, 
Yeah. We need to realize that it's not our timeline. It's God's timeline. And ultimately, he's got a plan and he's got a will that mm-hmm. is far better than our plans or our timeline. I had to learn this at 20 years old, wow. losing my sight and dealing with my college career being interrupted. And that was really hard. That's coming up next time on Finding Light.